The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Haven't I got any clean shirts? Yes, plenty of them. Well, I can't find a single one and no clean shirts anywhere. Now, you make your bed, Betsy. You're quite old enough to start doing things like there that. There is not one single clean shirt. Did you look in the bottom drawer? No. Well, take a look in there. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a funny place to put them. I've been putting them in your bottom drawer ever since we were married, yet you always seem surprised to find them there. They're supposed to be in the shoe bag in your closet, but knowing you, you might look under the bed. I really don't know how the two of you get dressed every morning without me. <laughs> I don't either. There are six drawers in your bureau. I never change anything around to confuse you. Yet you persist in looking for things in there as though the bureau were some sort of a cunningly contrived Chinese <laughs> puzzle box oh, or something. Oh, boy, I'm a problem husband, huh? Well, I'm going to write out a diagram and hang it up on the wall with explicit instructions. It's not a bad idea, as a matter of fact. What tie shall I wear? I shall title things like How to Find Your Socks, How to Discover a Clean Shirt in Two Easy Steps. Now, oh, what are you looking for? My tie pin. It's in the bathroom on the glass shelf over the sink, dear. Thank you. Mommy, Mommy, mm -hmm. will you button my dress? Yes, turn around. What have you got on your feet? Shoes. I know you have shoes on your feet. I'm referring to the fact they are your good shoes and you are not going to wear them to school. Yes, I am. You put on your school shoes. Oh, no, Mommy, they look awful. They don't look awful at all. You can't wear your good patent leather Mary Janes to school. How long would they look nice? Oh, Mommy, please. Uh, what's the matter? What's oh, the matter? She wants to wear her good shoes to school. Now you go change them and not another word about it. But my school shoes are so big, my feet don't look pretty. Change, Change your, your shoes. shoes. Honestly. What's all the shoe business about, anyway? <laughs> oh, she has a crush on Tommy, somebody now, and she wants to wear all her best clothes to school. What? Mm -hmm. Seven years old mm -hmm. already? She's yes, getting... yes, she is. Now, now, if you two can manage the rest of your dressing without me, I'll go down and finish getting breakfast. Hey, for peace sake. What? It's only 7.15. I know, dear. I set the alarm earlier. What? Well, I thought it would be nice to have one leisurely morning without all this rushing around and yelling at each other and grabbing a piece of toast. Well, you... Hurry up now. Breakfast in five minutes. Oh. Can you eat another waffle, dear? Oh, golly. No, no, thanks. Betsy? Yes, please, Mommy. Gee, they're good. Oh, thank you, dear. Isn't it nice to have time in the morning to have a good breakfast, not be rushing madly around? Yeah, I'll say. It's always nice to get up early in the morning. Trouble is, you know it's nice, but it's hard to roll out of bed. Yeah, well, I'll push the bedroom clock half an hour ahead, and then you can still think you're getting up later, huh? Oh, honey, you drive me crazy the way you push clocks ahead. You don't really gain any time, you know. Well, I feel I do, anyhow. No. <laughs> May I have some more bacon, please, Mommy? Yes, dear. Three slices of bacon left here. Here, Daddy, you want one? Oh, take it. Take yeah, it. Take thanks. It. I, I don't want to put it. one piece of bacon in the refrigerator to save. It's <laughs> no good. Oh, boy, you know, this is really very pleasant. Half an hour before I have to leave for work. Trouble is, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I think I'll go back to bed. Here, have another cup of coffee. Just relax. I love having breakfast in the dining room. We never seem to have time. So pretty with the sun coming in, isn't it? Uh-huh. Help Betsy pour that maple syrup, will you, dear? She'll have yeah. it all over everything. I can do it. No, let Daddy help yeah. you now, dear, will you? Here. Give it to, Let go, will you? No, I can do it, Daddy. Don't. Will you, will you, will you, will you, will you, oh, oh. Yeah. 
Oh, all over my sleeve. Here, here, take a paper napkin. No, no, I can't wipe maple syrup off with a paper napkin. Oh, dear. Look at, look at my tie and my shirt. Oh, honey, well, get a wet cloth and wipe it off. It's not my fault. Daddy grabbed it away from me. Well, just take a towel and wet it, dear. Because one morning I'm early. Well, maybe it's a good thing you are early. Honestly. Hello? Now listen, I want to tell you something. Yes. The next time Daddy offers to help oh, you hello, with something, Mrs. Cooper. you let go, do you understand? Look at my suit. Yes. You grabbed it away from me, and I was doing all uh, that. Well, how nice, Mrs. Oh, Cooper. Right, Just a minute, right, I'll ask her. Betsy, come here. I'd better ask you. You know, sometimes the children make plans in school to play together the next day, Mrs. Cooper, and I can't always keep up on Betsy's social engagements. <laughs> yes. Hold on just a sec. Betsy. Who is it? Did you make plans to play with anybody after school today, dear? Who's on the phone? Well, it's Margaret Cooper's mother, and she no! wants... No! Betsy! I'm not going to play with that awful old Margaret Cooper. Her mother is on the phone. I'm not going to play with her. I won't. I hate her. You be quiet. What is the matter with you? Her mother is on the phone. I don't care. I won't play with her. I hate that awful Margaret Cooper. You be quiet. Don't you dare say another word. Oh, look don't at dare. me. Which I got sticking goo all over Here me. is Mrs. Cooper on the phone inviting Ugh. Betsy to come and play with Margaret after school today. And did you hear your daughter? Did you? I won't play with her. I won't go to her house. I won't. For Pete's sakes, what is the matter here? Be quiet. Why? Be Why? quiet. Why? Both of you. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, well, thank you very oh, much. Betsy it. would love to come and play with Margaret this afternoon. Yes. All right. Goodbye, Mrs. Cooper. Now, you listen to me, young lady. If you ever again... Well, look, I have got to... Where are you going? I'm going to change my clothes, for heaven's sakes. I'm maple syrup from head to toe, practically. Look at me. I'm... Are you going to let Betsy Cheaper. get by with this? Look, I've got to change my suit. If you don't spank your daughter, I will. Well, look, it was just as much my fault. You better spank me. I did grab the maple syrup I'm from her. I'm not talking about the maple syrup. I'm talking about Mrs. Cooper. What? Well, I don't even know Mrs. Cooper. You I don't, don't have to know Mrs. Cooper. All you have to know is that she was on the phone and Betsy stands here and yells she won't play with her daughter. You heard her. Well, you, I, I, you look, I, I, I am Do going something. to be late to work. What, what is the matter with you? I, I hate that awful I'm... Margaret Cooper and I won't play with her. Oh. That is a fine way to talk, I must say. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? No. What have Mommy and Daddy taught you? And what do you learn in Sunday school? That I should love everybody. Well, then, all right. Well, I try to love everybody, but sometimes I can't. Sometimes I don't even like them. Margaret Cooper seems like a very nice little girl. Well, she is, and everybody hates her. Jackie hates her, Mary Lou hates her. That is ridiculous. Why should everybody hate her? Because she kicks us. <laughs> well, what, what do you do that she kicks you? She just comes up and kicks us when you aren't looking. And she's always twisting my arm and giving me an Indian burn. And one day she spit on me. Uh, go to your room. Go on, go to your room. She did. Go to your room. I want to talk to your mother. Now go on, go on. Honestly. Makes me sick to hear Betsy talking like that. I don't know where she picks up such things. She picks them up because that's apparently what the kid does. Now, look, instead of worrying about our child, seems to me this Margaret ought to be considered. Maybe she does kick everybody. And if she does, I can't say I blame Betsy. I wouldn't like somebody coming up and kicking me all the time either. Say nothing of having my arm twisted and, and, and all the rest. Betsy has to learn to get along with everybody. And I have already accepted her invitation. Mrs. Cooper is planning a little outdoor picnic for them. And she get... Uh, look, I told you to go to your room, not hang over the banister. Now, I won't Betsy... eat over there. I won't. The food tastes funny. Oh, the food tastes funny. Honestly, Betsy. It does. It doesn't taste like it does at home. What is the matter with her? She never wants to eat well, anywhere. Now, look, that I have... is not so fantastic. I remember when I was a kid, food always tasted different at other people's houses. Well, the bus. Oh, I missed it. It 
Oh, for oh. heaven's sake, she's missed the school bus well, look, now. Isn't it supposed to honk? No, it's not required to honk. The children are supposed to be oh, waking well, and standing right out there. there. Change your clothes. You'll have to drive her to school on your way down to work. Me? You'll have to, oh, dear. The one day we were going to be early, I And you listen knew. to me, young lady. Now, you listen to me. You are going to get off the bus at Margaret Cooper's house after school today, and you are going to behave yourself. You're going to be a perfect little lady, and you are going to have a good time. I'll go, but I won't have a good time. What's the best way to relax? Well, a Turkish bath is good with a massage by a Swedish expert, followed by a cold bird and a bottle of rare wine. <laughs> Not all of us can afford these luxuries, though, so here's a more practical alternative. Turn to CBS Radio and listen to Amos and Andy. In 1958, they bring you the same wonderful humor as always, plus the latest musical hits and famous guest stars on their Amos and Andy Music Hall. You can tune in any night, Monday through Friday or Saturday morning, for a very pleasant and relaxing session with Amos and Andy on most of these same stations. There's another likable personality filling a six-a-week schedule on CBS Radio, it's that master of funny bone manipulation, Robert Q. Lewis. The Lewis Show is a life-giving procession of songs and chuckles with Robert Q. himself at the helm. Judy Johnson and Richard Hayes close by to keep the songs coming and Ray Block's orchestra dishing out the rhythms. For hearty fun set to music, dial Amos and Andy and the Robert Q. Lewis Show on CBS Radio every weekday and Saturday. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't see you sitting there. I've come after Betsy. I'm sorry. I'm a little late. I stopped at the store. Oh, well, they've been busy playing. <laughs> Betsy, your mother's here. My goodness, you did have quite a picnic, and what a lovely place to have it. My, such a wonderful yard. Oh, we just live out here in the summertime. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so much simpler just to cook hamburgers on the grill. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, you certainly don't have any problem with Betsy eating, do you? Goodness, uh, I wish Margaret were that way. I have to coax her to eat everything. No problem with Betsy. She just nibbles at things. Well, she ate four hamburgers. <laughs> four? Four. <laughs> and two glasses of milk and two pieces of cake. Oh, I can't believe it. That's one of them sound like my child. <laughs> Hi, Mom. What do you want? What do I want? I want to take you home, dear. Home now? Well, certainly, you've been here nearly three hours, dear. Oh, Mommy, I don't want to call home yet, please. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry, dear, but you have to. Well, you can come again, Betsy. Have you had a good time? Oh, yes, Mrs. Cooper. I've had a wonderful time. Thank you very much for asking me. <laughs> well, we'll ask you again very soon. Could Mommy come to my house and play tomorrow? Well, oh, yes, I should say. Yes, indeed. We'd love to have her. I'll go ask her. Margaret, Margaret. <laughs> well, it's so nice the children get along so well. Sometimes you worry, you know, how your own is going to behave away from home. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't worry about Betsy, even though she didn't want to come. Oh, dear. <laughs> now, don't look embarrassed. I couldn't help overhearing on the phone this morning, but they all do that. They get over it. They solve their own problems. Oh, Margaret never wants to go anywhere, so I have to make her go. Then I can never drag her away. <laughs> oh, dear, her problems. Well, it's embarrassing anyhow. Come on, Betsy. We'll see you tomorrow, Margaret, then. Goodbye, Mrs. Cooper. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. And thank you. I had a very nice time. Well, I'm glad you did, dear. You come again. <laughs> come on, dear. Well, after the fuss you raised this morning, now aren't you a little bit ashamed? Of what? Well, of saying you hated Margaret Cooper and she kicked you and all that. She does kick me. She kicked me today. 
She did? Ah, well, I must say, I don't understand you children at all. I thought you were making that all up. When I was little, I know that if somebody had kicked me, I'm sure I would have come straight home. Come home? Why, then I'd miss the picnic. Well, oh, no, Mommy. That's silly. I just kicked you back so I could stay at the party. Oh, Betsy. <laughs> One of these days, I'll learn to stop worrying about you. Come on, now, get in the car, dear. Daddy's waiting at home for dinner. <laughs> What makes a CBS newsman? Not just a newsman, but a CBS newsman. Now take Alan Jackson, for instance. Where does he spend his vacations? Traveling. Each year when he rests from his microphone chores, he takes off for another part of the world, looking, asking questions, learning firsthand. He's toured South America on his own time. He's barnstormed through Europe and the Far East. In addition, CBS News assignments to other points of frequent news interest have unequivocally qualified Alan Jackson. He reports your news Monday through Friday evenings on most of these same stations with confidence and authority. That's what makes Alan Jackson one of the nation's most respected sources of evening news. Another source we're particularly proud of here is The World Tonight. Seven nights a week, The World Tonight takes a thorough look at the top news stories of the day. Always, human interest and important facts come together into a comprehensive, fascinating evening roundup in CBS Radio's The World Tonight. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and Pat England and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. Thank you.